Hello and welcome to Zero, our weekly newsletter repackaged in audio form because sometimes listening is just easier than reading. In Zero, we focus on four things. First is climate finance and startups such as venture capital and impact investing. The second is conscious leadership, including social equity and more visionary thinking. The third is personal development and productivity, including better routines and just getting more done. And then uh, number four, attempts, underscore attempts at humor, because life's too important uh, to be so serious all the time. All right, let's dive in. Okay, story number one, climate tech VC, $17 billion uh, in 2020 and 1,009 deals between 2019 and 2020. The bulk of that capital uh, went to late stage VC, followed by angel investments. That's the second biggest source of capital. And then uh, early stage VC in distant third place. A A little surprising by the order there. Uh, read more from Bloomberg NEF. This is, of course, new energy finance, including a pretty graph showing funding from 2010 through 2021. There's a link there uh, to that source. If you're wondering uh, whether this new term climate tech is just a clever rebranding of the once tarnished clean tech uh, sector from 10 plus years ago, well, uh, kind of, but uh, maybe not exactly. As some of you dedicated climate tech folks would know, uh, both terms include renewable energy and transportation, but climate tech also includes ag tech and food tech, carbon capture and recycling, geoengineering and climate data and intelligence, aka technologies for mapping uh, carbon sinks and forests. So food for thought on the difference there in this uh, growing uh, subsector of VC. Story number two, it's like so cool that the Iron Man is investing. If you have any doubts about how cool quote unquote climate tech is, just remember that the Iron Man himself, Robert Downey Jr., has recently launched Footprint Coalition Ventures, a rolling fund for the sector in partnership with AngelList. And they've made, I think, five investments that I've seen so far. The first is Arcadia Earth, augmented and virtual reality for environmental education. Second here, cloud paper, bamboo-based paper products. The third, RWDC Industries, bioluminescent materials to replace petroleum-derived plastics, single-use consumer goods. The fourth, I'm going to say insect, uh, natural insect protein and fertilizer production, that that Y at the beginning of the word with two dots above it. And I I should be more worldly to know what that means or where it comes from, but I I fall on the sword and do not. Fifth company, Aspiration, clean, socially conscious banking. You can geek out further uh, with uh, kind of um, uh, trends here on this footprint coalition ventures from private equity wire with the source to all the companies and PE wire here in the newsletter. Story number three, Biden's $2 trillion infrastructure package is 
huge, as in like quotation marks, as in like you can imagine the source for that pronunciation of the word uh, huge, perhaps. I know, I know, look, how, how can the US government uh, keep spending trillions of dollars without spoiling the economy for our kids and grandkids? Uh, not sure, <laughs> don't know. But I do know that infrastructure bills are usually thought of as investments, not as expenses. Pretty, pretty important difference. To that end, what is in this, oh, I don't know, Green Deal-ish uh, plan? I've got a bunch of bullets with numbers here. And the words I kind of read out behind the numbers that are kind of taken from, um, uh, there's a TechCrunch, is it TechCrunch? Yeah, TechCrunch article on this topic, again, links to the source. $700 billion for improving resiliency against natural disasters, upgrading critical water, power, and internet infrastructure, and rehabilitating and improving. That would be my 10 o'clock <laughs> mindfulness moment, alarm going off. I am now mindful that I am recording a Zero podcast. Thank you for interrupting. All right, re rehabilitating and improving public housing, federal buildings, and aging commercial and residential real estate. Second bullet, $400 billion for boosting domestic manufacturing of critical components like semiconductors, protecting against future pandemics, and creating regional innovation hubs to promote venture capital investment and startup development intended to support the growth of entrepreneurship in communities of color and underserved communities, amen. Third bullet, $66 billion for upgrades to drinking water, wastewater and stormwater systems and monitoring and managing the presence of contaminants in water. Let's see, where are we? Fourth bullet here, $50 billion to improve, protect and invest in underserved communities most at risk from climate disasters. $21 billion for waste remediation and cleanup, $20 billion for climate-focused research and demonstration projects for energy storage, carbon capture and storage, hydrogen, advanced nuclear and rare earth element separations, just rolls off the tongue, floating offshore wind, biofuel and bioproducts, quantum computing and electric vehicles, again, Dig deeper via this uh, good summary at uh, TechCrunch. Let's see, which number are we on? One, two, three, I think I can count. Story number four, climate CEO interview, wealth management for batteries, quote unquote. Uh, that's one of the sound bites from my Climate Torch podcast. Uh, the interview portion, of course, uh, with James McGinnis, CEO of David Energy. So what, uh, what do they do? They operate as both an electricity retailer and behind the meter energy storage aggregator, allowing the company to more accurately predict and control energy consumption, thereby saving consumers money on their monthly bills through the monetization of their storage assets. Why the name David? Well, it's the opposite of Goliath, of course. Fun fact, James spent four years as a surfing instructor on Long Island, uh, obviously that's great preparation for being an environmental or you know clean tech entrepreneur. Half joking, uh, we also joked that um, you know our our well many of our paths right 
to uh, you know, climate tech or impact investing or startups uh, are circuitous. I kind of related that you know, 25 years ago, uh, I was studying in Costa Rica and Panama and the rainforest is kind of my, my path and you know, quite different today. Anyway, more back on James. The focus is on James, not on me. Um, and the, the next part here, the award for most books recommended on a podcast goes to Oh yeah, James. He's James is an avid uh, reader. I think he shared six or seven, maybe more books before we finished the podcast. I've got a link, of course, uh, you know, to that uh, interview. Obviously, you can you can find that uh, here in the Climate Torch podcast uh, as well. Next story, uh, number five, I believe we're on investor surveys. Sixty-seven percent of executives think. Uh, the lack of financing is the biggest risk to net zero goals by 2050. So last week, a uh, or the British lender Standard Chartered revealed uh, survey results from 250 executives about corporate climate commitments. The results are, oh, I don't know, sobering or maybe predictable, uh, confusing too, as if some respondents uh, respondents rather had two mouths instead of one. Got uh, five bullets for you here. 47% state that they fully support implementation of the Paris Agreement. 64% uh, say it is not currently commercially viable to operate as a net zero emissions business. Uh, Oops, disconnect. 78% say most business leaders are failing to take sufficient action to transition their company by 2050. Wait a second, I'm confused. 67% believe the greatest barrier, as we talked about, is this lack of financing. I think many investors would beg to differ. And 71% think that they'll make the most, well, sorry, their companies will make the most progress between 2030 and 2050. Hashtag, here it comes, not my job today, right? Pass past the buck is a bit of a concern. Another survey of 100 investors show that 93% believe the short term, sorry, the short tenure rather, of of most chief executives limited their ability to act with long-term interest in mind. Bear with me, another hashtag, uh, duh, right? Of course it does. Do these surveys, sorry, survey results pour cold water on our sizzling hot climate headlines. Yes, bad puns there. Um, I don't think so. Uh, It's a little bit perhaps like the difference between uh, weather and climate. The former is temporary, the latter is not. So in conclusion, this is happening, right? Whether we want it or not, whether it's now or tomorrow, it it is happening. The last, let's see, this is the last, yeah, last, uh, last storyline, in quotes, the days are long, but the years are short. This came out of a book, I think called The Happiness Project, uh, a very, uh, oh, I don't know, kind of type A approach to uncovering the secrets to a happy life. I say that in, of course, the highest compliment. And I love, love the book, great, great read for sure. So if you've got kids, you certainly feel this. If you're past age 40, I'm raising both hands, uh, ditto. And if you're building a company, well, heck yeah, I think you you feel this as well. 
what would John Lennon say about it? You've probably heard this quote before. Life is what happens while you're busy making other plans in quotation marks. Uh, just after I graduated undergrad, I put a, oh, I don't know, a 10 foot long handmade poster of this quote on my living room wall. Felt pretty, pretty relevant. And uh, then my roommate uh, would, would look at it and say, um, well, you, you need one small change, which is life is what happens while you're busy making stupid posters. <laughs> I'll note he was the only man wearing a kilt at my wedding and he wasn't Scottish. Nonetheless, uh, touche, uh, old friend, touche. Um, anyway, look, uh, now is the time, in, at least in this storyline, to end on a predictably cheesy quote about time. As the iconic, um, let me re-say that, as the iconic Buddhist master, Donald Trump once said, and this is, I'm, I'm serious here, uh, I try to learn from the past, but I plan for the future by focusing exclusively on the present because that's where the fun is. Deep stuff. Yeah, deep stuff, man. All right, that's it for this issue of Zero. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Zero. If you've got feedback, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's Chris Wedding. And uh, drop me a note. Uh, feedback is, as they say, uh, the breakfast of champions. All right. Uh, I know you hear the following request a lot, so just, uh, just bear with me here. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you left a review and subscribed to Climate Torch. Um, this is not for us. This really helps others discover this content and join the cause of tackling climate change through finance and startups by really learning about uh, super cool uh, uh, growing uh, climate startups and investors in the space that have that have learned a thing or two so we don't need to repeat uh, the same mistakes got to get there quicker all right until next time make it a great week because if you don't well who will all right all done peace